You can borrow from mm -hmm. these different worlds, absolutely. It, it, but you borrow from music, you borrow from culture, you borrow from newspapers, do you know what I mean? I, like, I try and find inspiration from everywhere. Mm -hmm. From, you know, I want to know what my mum's watching, but I also want to know what my, you know, like, little sister's watching, because it's just as important. You know, it's, it's, you know like the repair shop is just beautiful TV. And, and I always try and work out why these shows work, you know, the mechanics of it. And I try and separate the mechanics from the enjoyment. And, you know, like the repair shop, it works because, you know, for all intents and purposes, these are just inanimate objects, but actually they've got a real sort of personal thing. And that little difference mm -hmm. has turned it into one of the best shows in the last five years. Well, what was it about, about Wonder? You just, it just felt like you were doing really interesting things. You were fresh, do you know what I mean? And like you were based in the northeast. It wasn't the traditional sort of London. Look, I'm from London. I love London. It's the best city in the world. Shout out London. But I just think it felt... I love London too. Good. Yeah. It, just, it just felt like you were doing really interesting things and it, you wanted to get into a space where it, it felt like you could really use your voice, you know? And also everyone I've spoken to in the sort of commissioning side, they all love you. <laughs> And so it's like, well, this is, that's half the job, trying to get nice. meetings in with these people. Yeah. And, you know, with my connects and your, you know, they, they appreciate what you're doing. We were, able, we were able to get meetings in a lot quicker than a lot of companies can. And I think that's what felt really exciting for me. And, it, you know, it's a cool company. You're, you know, you're young, you're diverse, you're different. And it just felt like a really exciting time to be getting into this space with you guys. I, it, it is super exciting. And, and, and you're that... Uh, you're that village elder right it's a tribal elder <laughs> it's coming it. I quit <laughs> no but it but it, it is exciting and, and yeah because because to us and I guess it's what you were saying before like that culture piece um, it, that's so important mm. it, the, the people that come in and, and join like the journey uh, <laughs> with wonder we, we've got to be like our values our what we want to do with our lives the content that we create mm. the, the the things the the people that we are, are around we all have to have the same wants the the same values we've got to respect the same things and and i think that that's i think you've you've embodied a lot of the the values that wonder has as well which is really nice that's nice I, I, i'd like to think that i'm not a, a, like a like a prick and i think that's kind of really important like in telly i don't think you can you just can't get away with being a dickhead no. anymore I and mean, neither should you no you shouldn't you know and i just and i also think post covid it feels like young'uns are kind of at a stage where i don't have to part with this shit yeah and i love that energy yeah you know i do genuinely like you're not going to pay me what I want then I'll fuck off or you know you want me to work sort of what like 12 days on the trot I'm not going to do that I'll fuck off and yeah. I quite you know I, I like that energy and I think TV has has had to learn to try and shift to mm. that mindset where it's your sort of employee first not employer first it's, re it's really interesting um, I find that the TV industry really interesting and and it, again like I think that there needs to be a shift because Wonder. Uh, we feel really passionate about um, giving our team security yeah. and and like uh, like a, a, a proper like they know that they've got a job for life if they want it like it's there and I think in the in the TV industry it just does not work like that and that was so mental for us to get our heads around like it just didn't make sense it, and that's really hard and that's really really hard I've, I've, I've got a lot of like really talented exec producers who haven't worked for like four or five months and you're just like 
it's stressful. Yeah. It's really stressful. And I, that that's another thing about retaining talent. You know, those, those, there used to be, you know, BBC contracts and Channel 4 contracts and ITV contracts that, that would last. I mm-hmm. mean, there are no jobs for life anymore. And that's, you know, I'm not saying that they should always be jobs for life, but there needs to be that security when you've got a mortgage, when you've got a family, Absolutely. you've got bills to pay. It's yeah. hard to sort of, like, I, I don't think people quite understand the mental strain. I think people in the industry get it. I don't think people externally from, outside looking in understand the mental strain yeah. when every three months you're looking for a new job it's even from sort of runner stage to exec stage yeah honestly yeah. it was just it's been so eye-opening and, and and even like we've got we know a lot of people in the industry and and um, we've talked to a lot of people and we're saying to them like like we want to hire people permanently like we, we want we want to grow that thing together and they're just like what are you talking about? Like, no. that doesn't happen. And we're like, no, no but... But it should. And if you that's look, what we're going to do. Absolutely. Yeah. And you look at companies like Studio Lambert and they are they, they get commission after commission after commission. They have they are a juggernaut mm. and they have a full-time dedicated team that kind that's of amazing. is working day in, day out to come up with ideas. They have someone who heads up the casting and that's their main job. And they, you know, they are always overseeing all the casting. It's like, that feels like, you know, how it should be. But... You need the resources. Yeah, you know, you can't just do it ad hoc. You can't do it just for a broadcast headline. You kind of, you got to go all in if you yeah. want that. And, you know, it's it's tough out there. And I think and I think companies are starting to realise because we we're, we're a very short term industry. We're all about what's the next commission, what's the next program, what's mm-hmm. the next commission. So we don't really have time to sit down and think about the bigger picture. And I think if companies were to do that, they'd realise actually we need to sort of change our way of thinking slightly. Yeah, it just makes it just makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like surely retaining that talent and, and keeping the um keeping them uh, the momentum as yeah, well. Like, yeah, like does it not just stop? Like I don't understand. That's it. And, and I think a lot of time in development it can be like that. You, mm. you do six months here, you do nine months there, you do probably a year and a half there. But that doesn't make yeah. sense to me either. Like no. I'm sure if that's what you want from your life yeah. and, you, and you, you want to be kind of transient and find that that's mm. your prerogative. But I think like in development as well, like surely you've got to, um, in, in my head, you've got to really understand the company that, you, that you're that you in. You've got to really connect with all the people yeah. in it, build relationships with all of the different um, talent out there and, and yeah. get access. All of that must come from some sort of trust and, and uh, sense of loyalty that I just don't understand how that works if you're going from one place to the other. It's hard. It takes time. It takes yeah, time. You know, the, you know, when I was when I was at my last company, there were ideas we've got on with, in with people that are like, you know, like 18 months and, you know, I'm no longer there and yeah, it's still in play. Nuts. And you're just like, yeah. well, that's just how the industry is. That's like, just I left, how it is, yeah. yeah. I left STV and then, you know, like a, like nine, 10 months later, something was commissioned that we was working on. And you just think, it's, it's 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 quite hard to get your head around if you yeah. don't know know that world, but I think you're right. It's you know it, it, these things take time, mm-hmm. and I think <coughs> excuse me, we're all very short term focused in television, yeah, and it's quite it's quite dangerous. It is so so what, right lighten the subject a little bit. What uh what are you watching? I keep banging on about the Appre- I just, I love the Apprentice. Yeah. I'm obsessed with the Apprentice. Yeah, like, genuinely, it's such a good strong format and. I just love it. I yeah. love that sort of stuff because it doesn't, you know, it feels like a bit of a reality show with a bit of business sort of sprinkled in. Yeah, I love it too. Yeah. I just think it's brilliant. I watch, I've been watching a lot of scripted at the moment. Um, I mean, Succession is just gold, really. It's like one of the best things on telly. Just started the first series and probably about halfway through. 
Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's I'm, good. I'm sort of caught up now, and it's just um, it's just brilliant. Like it feels like scripted. I just I just up and away. They get it. They yeah, get it. yeah. So watch a lot of scripted. Um, a lot of yeah, Love Island, Traitors. Like I love like the Mars Singer. I like the Mars Singer. I like a lot of those sort of shiny entertainment shows. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I do, you know I try and consume a lot of stuff online as well. Because um, that's part of your, your like that's part job. of your world. Your job, yeah, isn't yeah. it? You, to, you you have to to you make have to watch everything. Yeah, you have to try and watch. And that's like one piece of advice I give to you know whenever I interview people for jobs. I'm like, what you're watching. And sometimes they don't have an answer. I'm like, well just make one up do you know what I mean yeah. you're like, it must be something <laughs> yeah. that, you know your neighbours yeah. fine just say that do you know what I mean yeah so yeah but I, I try and watch as much as I can definitely mm-hmm. um, so yeah but like The Apprentice I always come back to it's just like it's just so good yeah it's just so good it's got, it got a little bit of everything hasn't it it's so good so well cast and also you know and I love um, also like like Four in a Bed, I still love Four in a Bed and Place in the Sun, even though I sort of, I used to look after them at Channel 4, but I still love those shows. I think yeah. they're really good, really well-made telly. And those shows that run and run and run on, you know, not massive budgets, it's, it's really impressive. It's mm-hmm. a really impressive machine. Like the, those teams that are making those shows, it's hard. It's not easy. And they do a really good job day in, day out. Mm-hmm. No, that's cool. I, yeah, I can I can see that. There is a, a very mixed but you probably get like inspired by um, some of the scripted stuff and you're like oh I wonder if that would work in a, a, a non-scripted format absolutely uh, look you look at stuff like Succession and you know it's clearly like based on the murder so you know I'm not a genius to, to work that out and you, and you think well you know and then you start seeing stuff in broadcast about oh the, the, you know the documentary series being made about the murders and you know so you can borrow from mm-hmm. these different worlds absolutely it, it, but you borrow from music you borrow from culture you borrow from newspapers. Do you know what I mean? And I, I try and find inspiration from everywhere. Mm-hmm. From, you know, I want to know what my mum's watching, but I also want to know what my, you know, like little sister's watching because it's just as important. You know, it's, it's, you know, like the repair shop is just beautiful TV. And, and I always try and work out why these shows work, you know, the mechanics of it. And I try and separate the mechanics from the enjoyment. And, you know, like the repair shop, it works because, you know, for all intents and purposes, these are just inanimate objects, but actually they've got a real sort of personal thing. And that little difference mm-hmm. has turned it into one of the best shows of the last five years. Yeah, definitely. And I think, so it's like those sorts of things I, I find sort of inspiration in all the time. Mm-hmm. And the idea of sort of mashing up genres is really interesting to me. I think, you know, BBC Daytime do that quite well. Um, you know, so I try and find inspiration for everything. I think BBC Three are doing some really good stuff online. But when we're developing ideas, it's you kind of have to have different hats on because you know that Naz at BBC Three will be after something different than Deborah Dunnett at Channel Four, for example. Yeah. But it, that's what I quite like. I like the strategy of it. I like trying to work sort of between the lines and work out what fits where, really. Yeah. I think access. I think audiences want access pieces now. Like we said earlier, they love that like nostalgic brands to make them feel, you know, proud to be where they're from. Mm-hmm. I, I think those sorts of shows are going to do really well. And I think, I think Ben's right. I think there will be a time when it goes full circle and people will come back to tell you in their droves. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. And so, it probably we're that, all out of a job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and for that, like that nostalgia feel, it just, it'd be nice. It's, it felt, it, it, I've got really good memories of what like being sat around the box when I was younger. So it's it's weird now, although it's every day and it's normal. But it's 
also really weird that we will all be on different things watching different things all at the same time so yeah it'd be be cool to have well, that, you, a little bit of that back like the three like the bbc three uh, most watched genres are obviously sports i think news and then daytime mm. you know so there is still an audience for programming yeah. that is is not scripted and stuff that is uh, share, shareable with with family like family viewing is really important mm-hmm. i think there is still a huge appetite for that mm-hmm. we just need to find that next do you know what i mean that next bit of gold yeah that was a really a really nice way to end thank you just need to find that next little bit of gold just that little bit of gold little nugget little nugget you know, <laughs> a little kernel of an idea that kind of blows up and so let's come down with me yeah put Middlesbrough on the map I think, again yeah right yeah no. I mean Middlesbrough doesn't need us to do that but no. we'll help do what we can yeah for the people of Middlesbrough for, exactly <laughs> you're welcome Middlesbrough <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just explaining to you today that we don't have a your sushi, yeah. <laughs> so maybe yeah. we can help get one of those. Or an MS now, right? Shut yeah. down two weeks ago. That was upsetting. In the town centre, yeah, that is upsetting. Yeah, yeah. I used to go to the cafe there with my grandma when I was growing I up. I know it's so, cute. Like, yeah. nice. It feels like a treat, doesn't it? Like yeah. a posh treat. Yeah, like a posh treat. Yeah. Yeah. We also don't do waitros around here as well. No, mm. I've not. Well, I mean, I've not been here long enough to notice. I've only literally come out of your office, turned right, and then come <laughs> yeah. back. Waitros is just a. <laughs> No, I know what Waitrose is. Yeah, Thank it, you. I, yeah. it's just it, it's um just a, a little a little too posh, a little too posh for you us. You know, what I will say like little secret is if you go into M and S now mm. and and Waitrose, you can often find stuff that costs the same price as Sainsbury's and Tesco's. Wow! And that's because very interestingly, my old boss um, said that he spoke to someone who worked at M and S, and the the new the, the latest boss of M and S was like. We don't want to lose that kind of, you know, like retired RAF veterans who vote Tory and live in Kent. Yeah. We don't want to lose that audience. But what we're trying to do is like reduce the prices of our basics in mm. our food ranges without alienating our posh clientele. So by stealth, they've basically reduced their prices now. So you go into M&S and you can, you know, you'll, de- you'll find stuff cheaper than Tesco's. Love that. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I think it's really interesting. It makes me feel better about like... Going to MS. Where are you going? Yeah. yeah. And Waitrose. I went yeah. to Waitrose the other day and like I don't do my weekly shop there. I'm not I'm not I'm not you know, I'm not Puff Daddy. But like oh <laughs> went in and there was stuff there that was far cheaper than Sainsbury's. I got Waitrose as a treat when I'm in London. Yeah. Like that's my that's your go-to, is Yeah, it? like, because I just don't get the opportunity. Right. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's probably other things you can do in London. No, like, I'm happy with that. You're yeah. happy just to yeah, go yeah, from, yeah. to Waitrose? Yeah, wow. yeah. Okay. it makes me feel good. Don't go to a nice restaurant, <laughs> no, cafe, no, no, no. no traditional cafe. Waitrose. Waitrose is, cool. Yeah. Well, aim, aim high. <laughs> aim low and you'll never be disappointed. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool, nice. Thanks, Rami. Cheers, Clover. It's been mint. See you uh, in about 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was, uh, that was, that was Rami talking about all the mad things that he does. Sorry, that's my pinky. <laughs> Your pinky ring? Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I was it's... about to make a statement. <laughs> like a, uh, ding, 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 ding. I've got one more thing to say. <laughs> uh so that was that was Beat the Scroll and Content Marketing Podcast, uh, where we got a little insight into the world of development, commissioning, TV, all of that good juiciness. Uh, if there's 
anything, any questions that you might have about any of those things, hit us up. Uh, find us at Wonder Films on any platform, um, and then also beat the scroll on Instagram and TikTok. Hit that subscribe button. That's super important. Smash the bell uh, because you want to hear about it when it drops. <laughs> uh, and I guess there's nothing left to say, but I'll see you in the next one. Peace.